This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. So there's a reason why I started Blood Origins. And that reason is simple. Is that I wanted to convey the truth about hunting. It brings awareness to, to non-hunters that it's, it's more than just killing animals. How do I start it? Brittany. My name. My name. Is, <laughs> does my hair look okay? It's fantastic. My name is Mike Axelrod. Start again. Yeah, I hated it too. Braxton, <laughs> you said something in the car to me. You said that you were living on borrowed time. Hmm. There's a perception around who hunters are, what we're supposed to be, and a a feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. They use our internet programming. They have programming. Anyway, Patty, Patty, Patty O'Tillard. O'Tillard? O'Tillard? I'm just, I was, you know, had the paddy, trying to be a little oh. Irish. Oh, oh I thought you actually thought it was O'Tillard. No, I did not. Tillard. Patrick, we... Patrick O'Tillard likes billiards. He is. I um, can't hear myself. What do you mean you can't hear yourself? I can't hear myself. Oh. I can hear you. How go. about that? Yeah, I can hear I should myself plug that. it in. That'll can work. Can we discuss how disgusting these table candle holders are? Uh, sure, pretty... just don't describe where we are. Don't tell anyone where we are. They're pretty grim. They're pretty disgusting. We're in Florida. That's about all the people should know. Welcome, boys. Welcome oh, back oh, to the States. Is the Last time we podcasted, we were in... Idaho. Nowhere, man, Idaho. Mm-hmm. People are going to be like, holy smokes, you guys are traveling all over the world. Which is now apparently getting ravaged by fire. Uh, look, man, fire's crazy everywhere, man. Crazy everywhere. Where where do you go from here? Let's just talk about countries. Jack, how many? Where have you been this year? Uh, I've been 
the States quite a few times. I've been Greece, New Zealand. How many times in the States this year? One, two, this three. This, three. Is the, this is the fourth. Fourth trip? Yeah, and I'm coming back again. Holy so I'll be to the States five times this year. And then I'm going to Kazakhstan straight after this trip. And you were in New Zealand? In New Zealand. Botswana? Botswana. And then it's been States. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Same as you, Lewis, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Emperor is the same. Just if anybody could Lewis. see Lewis's <laughs> mindset. I'll take a photo and post it later. He decides that he wants to be special. And he does not wear because I thought you were going to eat your cereal over here. No, we don't want to hear that. I've just had two bowls of cereal. Yeah. Over. What kind of cereal did you buy? Grape nuts. Yeah, we have, we have grape nuts. And we also have um, just some raisin flake, some raisin bran. Raisin bran. Do you need to spoilers? make yourself regular? No, I don't need to make myself regular, Robbie. I just like raisin bran. Why has everything got to be about but poo? We, well, everything's got to be about th- poo with you. <laughs> it's just that's what people eat to make themselves regular is bran cereal. If you're relying on bran cereal to make yourself regular, yeah. I think you should probably go and see a doctor. <laughs> that's probably, probably true. And we also have a box of uh, Robbie's personal heroin called Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yep, and everyone is now cheering. They're like, finally, a decent cereal that's being eaten in this, in this house. Just looks the worst. Grape nuts. I've never heard anyone eating grape nuts. You eat that a lot in, in the UK? Jack. It's, an, it's a national dish. A national dish it's in not, Wales. It's not. It's a niche in a country with now a your microphone's, of the population. And now we can't hear nothing. Now your microphone's too far from your mouth. No, stop. He's about to breathe. <laughs> Do not like, deep throat that microphone. You know, every time. I almost was going to put money on, just silent money, on getting on the podcast and Lewis just going. It's his sign on. Yeah, that's typical Lee. That is your sign on. Yeah. To raise you up, Lewis, since you just missed. I just don't him. like these. I'd just rather you have like a, like a mic stand with a mic with a pop filter and like 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 people with real podcasts like do. rich fronin <laughs> like rich fronin exactly yeah. i didn't like that because then you had to be like there like you couldn't move your face you couldn't move your head did you couldn't you? do nothing you just had to be right there on the mic did you actually did you bump your face into it i did yeah i thought At you might yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they told me like make sure you're like talking right into that mic instead of here look i moved my head already you can't you can't all over the show you can hold it and move it with you <laughs> there's no the, video there's no the, video in this the vi- podcast but the, the visual I'm, I'm basically I'm rocking backwards and forwards and side to side holding something hypothetical in front of your mouth yeah yeah this cannot be construed as anything else obviously. oh my god what am I getting Charles Whitman um oh look at that 1400 comments going into New Mexico Game and Fish Commission in support, look at that. So, game, let, this is just a tangent because this is what typically these roundup podcasts are. In New Mexico right now, um, there is a proposal on the table for a rule for regulations around mountain lion and black bear hunting, so the quota system. Mm-hmm. It got released as typical. Hunters were like, oh, it's just about the quota system. Why would we comment on that, right? We didn't. And all of a sudden, there was like a hundred and or 200 comments to like three comments, anti four. And we were like, oh, oh, somebody needs to do something. And that's why Hal for Wildlife is just so good. They've got a platform that just e blasts, right? Just create whatever emails you want and send it. And uh, the, um, the public comment summary here says, in support, 
1,560 opposed 771. So we outdid them by a factor of two. Nice. All because of Health Wildlife. So big shout out to Charles Whitman. Uh, Whitwam, sorry. I keep saying Whitman. Whitwam, uh, Charles, and Health Wildlife and the team doing phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. What are you laughing at? Jack, spit it out. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> That's mean, I, I can't have a list at the wrong moment. So, then, yeah, so that, that's That's not, great. It's yeah. amazing. It's really what we want. Awesome. Not that you. Was any, were, were any of the um, guys from Lionheart in New Mexico? Uh, no, no. Okay. No. Where, was, where were they all from? Colorado, Utah, Nevada, Wyoming. Okay, gotcha. Yep. But obviously, good deep roots of mountain lion hunting and bear they, hunting with dogs get, in New Mexico. They get jaguars in New Mexico, don't they, in Texas? They've, they've had, not in Texas. I don't think there has been a jaguar sighted on camera in Texas. Arizona, definitely. On right, trail camera. Arizona. And Warner Glenn, who is an old school lion hunter, like the name. Yeah. The name. Has caught and treed a jaguar with his dogs. And there's a picture, a famous picture of him on his horse and the dogs. And that's this insane. is Jaguar in a fucking tree in oh, that's Arizona. Cool. That's insane. Yeah. So the range can go up there, but then it's like the very, very northernmost fringe of a Jaguar's range. Yeah. And then you have, again, the sort of anti-hunting, very wildlife-centric type organization saying, Fish and Wildlife Service, you need to declare critical habitat for Jaguars in southern Arizona. But the, but and a, that would then stop only, everything. But it's only a transient population. Not even a transient. Not even. Like just a very, very fringe. Same thing with... Um, like, a, yeah, like an adolescent male gets booted out and right. kind of trying to find There's his one, way. Like a little loop out in the kind of This story. is shit, I'm out of here. Same with Mexican wolves. Mexican wolves, okay. a ton of, ton of work has been done. They've put a bunch of Mexican wolves back on the landscape in Arizona and New Mexico, but it is at the northern fringe of their distribution, northern fringe of their range. And they're so like, they oh, always... we should put some in Colorado. It's like, no. So they always just want to go back. It's just a difficult, yeah. any type of wildlife restoration, conservation type project is a very difficult endeavor when you're, when you're trying to put a species in a place that is the fringe of its distribution yeah, yeah, range, yeah, yeah. not the core of its distribution range. Because there's big mountains, isn't there? That they've got to come through to get into the yeah, US, so, isn't it? Uh, they're, they're not like rocky type mountains. Right. Rocky height mountains, but there's a bunch of good mountains there. Yeah. Really good. That's uh, Sierra Madres, I believe, is the, is the mountain. So, Florida, here we are. We got acclimatized to the heat mm-hmm. in Tennessee. Yes. I told you guys it was going to be freaking hot. Yeah, but you, no one thought it was going to be that hot. You're like, welcome to the heat. And then, yeah. and then everyone's like, yeah, it's not normally this hot. Yeah, it's a heat wave right now. What was it, like 100 during the day? Yeah. 80, 90% humidity, easy. Yeah, it was... Uh, no wind. That the was amount, there. The amount of sweat pouring off Rich Froning. We could have been millionaires if you'd just like... If, you'd, if, you'd like, if we'd followed him with a vial instead of a camera, like a jug, and then just poured them into like little cork-stoppered vials. And, and just sold them. Sold them at the CrossFit Games the next year. Just Rich Froning RF sweat. sweat. Yeah. One shot will make you like Rich Fronin for an hour. Oh, I don't want to think about people drinking it. That's well, what, yeah, what, what, what did you envisage you do with them it? doing with it? Well, it's like people buy farts in a jar, don't they? <laughs> oh, yes, they do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. But what do you think they do with it? They keep, stick it keep, on the shelf? Keep them on a shelf. No. Yeah. I think they open it and smell it. 
Yeah, well, that's, why just, else? that's it. It's gone. That's like buying it's a. Gone, that's like buying a jar of peanut butter and never opening it. Or what are you gonna do? You will just you can, like pour rich, rich sweat over your body. Yeah, you can, or like, you, could do you can like. Uh, we definitely do not want to go down this road. No, we don't. Like, what no. you could do in the <laughs> But we were we were graciously welcomed into Rich Fronin's home his his entire day. It was awesome. Yeah, it was freaking awesome. And I think the best thing about it is obviously he's Rich Fronin. Like you guys are CrossFitters. If it, yeah, I'm not a CrossFitter. You know, I know, and I, going into it, and you guys corrected me, I kept saying, he's won the CrossFit Games 10 times. He has. What? He has. Four as an individual. Oh. So he has won it, I think, 10 times. Individually, he's won it four times. Four and then, times in a row, yeah. And the teams, he's um, won it five yeah. times, maybe six times? Yeah, somewhere. Around yeah, that, yeah. right? Or either yeah. first or second. Didn't um, somebody say first or second 10 times? Yeah, so, but I'm pretty sure it says on, on the Mayhem website, 10 times CrossFit Games champ. Okay. So yeah, four as an individual. And so then... the teams, and again, I've been asking a lot of these dumb CrossFit questions because I had no idea, right? Yeah. I'm going into this completely like, I didn't want to bias myself. I didn't want to uh-huh. do a lot of research on him. I just wanted Rich, like the person who now really, really, really loves hunting uh-huh. and wants to get into it more and more and more and more. Do you do the team? Is the team and the individual happening at the same time? Yeah, yeah. You can't compete as an individual and a team. Just uh, you, oh. probably, you probably could. Like, no, there would be no the way. Volume be, yeah, that you'd, you'd have to do as a, as a human being, yeah. you you'd would be crushed. You wouldn't be able to perform. Yeah. yeah. And if so, you're gonna, if so you want to win the individual, there's no way you would participate in the team. No, it's no, the same competition that over the same period of time. Yes. Yes. Is that what you mean by going on at the same time? Correct. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I saw in there. They and I actually I don't know. I think I saw it on somebody's some CrossFitters Instagram post. Because we were working with sandbags, obviously, right? But we mm-hmm. were, had the big round sandbags. Yeah. And then I saw that there was the long sandbags. The worm. No, there was the, this one, the normal like four foot long sandbag. But then I saw that lo- when we were doing my narrative in the back, mm-hmm. I looked at what, there was a sandbag that was like 10 foot long. Yeah, it's like a, it's a four person sandbag. So called the worm, yeah, something like that. And I was like, geez, how the hell do you move that? Like, what is the, is it yeah, like a pool? And then I no. saw the person's oh, right, okay. post and there was four people yeah. holding it. So our, fr- our friend competed in the games as a team. Mm. And some of the stuff that, like, we, because when you, when you know someone who's doing it, you put it like, I think teams is less followed from a, popularity perspective because obviously everyone just focuses on individual athletes but then when you when i found that when o's got into a, a into a team you kind of see what goes into the team side of things so they do things like all synchronized so you know like synchronized swimming yeah all the movements have to be synchronized and then when you go to something like that sandbag you have people who are different heights yeah so then suddenly you've got you know like you might have like a five foot two girl in the front mm-hmm. or you know somewhere and then there's a six foot guy at the back yeah. and then there's like two different height ranges yeah. in the middle and everyone's got to kind of move at the same time. And there's, there's a lot of strategy that goes on with teams as well. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. So much more than, than obviously as an individual because you yeah. just have to worry about yourself. So. Yeah. Well, you know, I let everyone know in, in, in Rich's team, Rich's camp, I didn't let Rich know because obviously I hadn't interacted with Rich prior to going in. And that was the other like nervous part of me, right? Normally, I'm interacting with the person that we're doing a Blood Origins episode on. I've texted, I've laid seeds, whatnot. Rich yeah. was almost like, I had a middleman, which is Josh Bergeron, Bird. And, and we're laughing at Birds. Because I, I didn't, we are, you know, why are you called Bird, Bird? 
<laughs> Bird was like, well, when I was in high school, I was real tall and skinny and I had a real big nose. <laughs> so people called me a bird. And he said, my wife calls me a bird. My mother calls me bird. And I was like, man, in my brain, I was like, man, mom was savage. <laughs> Your mom was calling you a bird. Um, and so I hadn't had any interaction with, with Josh at all. Um, not Josh, with, with Rich at all. So I had no idea the kind of person he was going to be. No idea. I did let the entire team know that, you know, both you guys are fanboys and, you know, we're going to go, you know, just, we're, you know, just, they, they're going to love it. And I mean, fanboys makes true. it sound like we went to pieces. Yeah. Well, I think we held it together pretty you did, well. You, well, you would have if you hadn't, but you did hold it together. Yeah. We held it together. I mean, Rich Froning was winning CrossFit games when we were just getting into CrossFit. And was he the, the man for you guys? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't pretended to be Rich Froning at any point. If that's no, what no, you mean. no, no. Like if you were, as you were getting into CrossFit, he was the, he was a guy that you're like, oh shit. Yeah. That's where I'd want to be. Of course he was winning, but. Yeah. It's, he just, he, he was obviously superhuman. Somebody who's just starting out in something like that. And you see what he's capable of and what he can do. And the fact he's winning multiple CrossFit games, it was like, holy shit. I never followed the CrossFit games from a, oh, that's the games perspective. I never mm. actually, I don't think I've watched the whole CrossFit games from start to finish. But in your, when you were getting into CrossFit, was Rich Froning a name that you were like? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He was like the name. Yeah, he was so the when, name. It was, when we started, yeah. it was 2012, I think we started. Yeah. What was it? Yeah, about 2011, 2012. 2012. Yeah, 2012, 2013, maybe? No, because I joined the military in 2013. So about a year. So yeah, 2012. Yeah, 2012 then, yeah. So yeah, that would have been... So I think the CrossFit Games started on the ranch in 2008. Eight, 2009. Yeah, yeah. So it would have been like, there was Rich Froning, Jason Kaliper... Um, was Matt Fraser on the scene no, at that no, stage? No, no, no. He hadn't. I don't know. He'd even, he'd even been in a CrossFit gym at that point. Okay. But um, yeah, and then there was like, I want to say, I want to say, say Chris Spieler as well. Oh, that's right. Okay, so that name is very funny because I was thinking back in my brain, I was like, I've watched like a CrossFit series of someone back in South Africa. This is yeah, 20. Chris Spieler. Yeah, it would have been Chris Beeler. He he's a yeah, he used to do loads of loads of pull ups. I remember yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. That's that's the name yeah. I remember. Let's have a look. Yes, that's exactly him. Yeah. That's exactly him. But, uh, he probably hunts. I bet you he hunts. He's wearing origin shorts. Hey, he must be he, I reckon he hunts. Hey Chris, if you're listening to this, yeah. do you hunt? Because he, he listens to the Blood Origins Roundup. Who doesn't? All the time. Yeah, who doesn't? Exactly. Good, good call, Jack Bottoms. You never know yeah. who's listening. You never know who's listening. That is correct. Yeah, that is correct. But again, didn't know Rich from Boris Soap. Met him the first morning. <clears throat> Can confirm he wasn't a Boris Soap. <laughs> no, confirm he wasn't a Boris Soap. But a great dude. Like, literally engaging, you know, again, someone who, of, of that kind of influence, that kind of stature, you never know what you're going to get. And, Super humbled, you know, li- you know, living his life by, you know, faith, family, and fitness. And essentially, that's what we saw. And cool family, cool ranch, cool bison. Freaking nearly died the first day with him. I've got to say, like, I was, I was nervous heading into this one because it was like, it's Rich Froning and, you know, you don't know. 
how they're going to be and obviously he's a he's a good bloke but I was more nervous for you on the second day after witnessing what you went through on the first day. <laughs> well, again, I had, no, I honestly would have told you if you had, if you had stopped me as you're we walking back into the athlete place. Yeah. Do you think you're working out today? You would have said no. I would have said no. But that's what I love. It, it's not like, oh, these guys are here to, to film me and what I do. It's like, hey, guys, are you going to jump in? Are you going to train? Yeah. Are you going to get involved? Yeah. It's like, yeah, uh, and absolutely. There was, as soon as the peer pressure started, like, you're training, right? Yeah. I was like, yes, I'm going to train. And it was like, as I said, I, you, you think we had three workouts in one day. I believe I had four workouts it in one day. It's, it's kind of classed as three, I would have said. But, you know, it's all a matter of perspective, and it's all a matter of what your normal routine is. And so if and you want to call it four. I can't remember ahead. the last time I did four workouts in a week let alone four workouts in a day. Yeah, that was, I, I can't believe the amount of volume those guys go through. Yeah. And it's it was, unreal. And, but the thing is, like, and that was him training light. That was just him well. training, yeah, that was just him he moving. enjoyed. No, that yeah. was him, as he said, working out. Working yeah. out, not just training. Out, He's yeah. not training. Blew my mind. Holy yeah. smokes. And, he, and you just said he just kept going. Like that first opening workout where everyone around is taking little breaks. Taking breaks and getting a little gassed. There was no gassing and no breaks. He just went from one to the other, one to the other, yeah, one to the other. Relentless. Relentless. Yeah. It was, it was cool to see um, from a CrossFit nerd perspective. Yeah. But, uh, and then Tuesday, again, I guess I was just in it then. I was like, well, we're going to work out. It's just it's what's happened. It's <laughs> just got to hang on for dear life. And, and then it was, the other oh, we're going to do these things called wall walks. Yes. I was yeah. like. <laughs> what do you mean? And Josh was like, I like, think we should make him do some before he, because you were like, oh yeah, sure. And once Rich explained it to you, oh, you just walk up the wall and you get your hands, you know, you're facing the wall and you get your hands to that point, to that bit of tape and it's like, cool. And you're like, yeah, yeah, no worries. And Josh looked at me, like out the corner of his eye. <laughs> and he was like, I think we should ask him to do one. <laughs> so he understands like, yeah. for, like what this is. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. wall walks, everyone is fooled by. They think they're like, oh yeah, that's really easy. And they're not. Yeah. They build up. So just for anyone listening, that a wall walk, you lie on the floor with right. your feet up against the wall on your on your stomach with your feet on the on the wall, uh -huh. and then basically you do basically do a press up and then put your feet onto the wall and walk your feet up the wall while pushing against cheated, pushing back with I your hands. I cheated on the press up part, or from like the almost day, I don't number think, one. I don't, it's not a press I don't up. Think you can up. cheat. You don't. You can't cheat on a wall. So I was I was on all fours. I was on all fours every time I came down. I did not go flat. Oh, you should go uh, flat. Then, yeah, you I didn't go flat. flat. That's oh, how yeah. I was cheating. Right. Okay. So no, my flat was this. So what, I was on so all fours. I put not, my head on the mat. Robbie, Robbie, in CrossFit, it's not called cheating. It's called scaling. Okay, scaling. Yeah. So well, my scale was all fours. Yeah, with my fine. arms bent, with my head on the mat, my forehead as I was breathing. Going, that's all right. What am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> but the, but you, the first thing you told me was the the wrists like the first one I did my wrists were like ninety degrees to my hands and I was just yeah. like how am I supposed to do however many I'm going to do like that because my wrists were jacked already on one but that's the thing like you you with experience you learn that turning your hands outwards gives you a greater you know range of motion and makes it easier on your wrists in those overhead positions like it's just those kinds of things you pick up as you go along so the um. No, it was uh, it was very eye-opening and uh, almost a little bit of like, oh man, I want to do this kind of stuff more. Hey. Honestly, at the end of it, like I wasn't, fun, as, I wasn't as sore as I thought I was going to be. Yeah, maybe I'm fitter than I am than I think I am. Um, I think you should join a CrossFit gym. I, that's my personal opinion because 
whilst Rich was very kind to give you access to the the mayhem programming, like that, like those little technique points. Mm. It's those things you're not going to necessarily pick up unless mm. you go on and look at a mm. tutorial for every single exercise. I may, I may. What I may start doing is I may start the programming and then go from that to. Well, we'll see what the next step looks like. So I think I don't think you feel as sore as you could doing a work do it doing CrossFit because there wasn't actually apart from the first workout which had a lot of bench reps mm-hmm. with uh, dumbbells. There wasn't a lot of high volume sort of weighted singular movements in there. Like so, deadlifts or squats or yeah, something like so, that. Yeah, 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 using using weights. There was a lot of body weight stuff. So the second workout was pushing a sled and doing step ups. Mm-hmm. You did a few squats, but you did strength, not mm-hmm. volume. Mm-hmm. So it was it was just build up to a heavy five. Yep. And then and then the workout that we just spoke about this day with the wall walks was with an assault bike. Yep. So none of that should realistically make you overly sore. It's when you start adding resistance to those movements. Yeah. So if you if you're doing like a workout there's a, there's one workout which is 150 wall walls for time. Oh my god! That'll get your that gets your legs. Like you just do your legs? You just do 150 wall, wall balls, balls, not wall walks. Oh, wall balls. Yeah, so wall ball throws. Wall oh yeah, ball shots. that's what I, that was. And then, again, that again, I was looking at the gym and I was like, why are those circular like yeah. circulars up yeah. there with the R's? Yeah. Like, oh, that's just row, just uh, yeah, you no, know, no, no. But no, it's where you hit targets, with the ball, yeah, yeah, with yeah. the weighted ball with the yeah. nine kilo. So what's that? 18. 20 pounds? Yeah, so yeah. yeah so that would that. smash you. 150 of those? Yeah. For yeah, time? For time, yeah. It oh sucks. Oh my God. Yeah. It really sucks. But, like, I, I really enjoyed it. What makes me smile about thinking back about the first, the first day in particular was the sort of, the look of semi-shock on your face. Because when we <laughs> turned up to two Flutter Origins episodes, it's very much, you know, I know we're embedding with Pete, with, you know, the people we're filming, but you're very much in control of of the evolution of how we interact of everything like that and then what rich did was basically go no i'm taking control <laughs> and you you were just like okay i will <laughs> i'll do what you say rich he's like we're gonna do this we're gonna do this we're gonna do this and i could see halfway through that workout you were like this is not like a normal day in the office <laughs> like what is going on <laughs> i i did quite enjoy that yeah so i think that was uh it all worked out well man again cool dude very down to earth when you get to know him. I I just I loved how he is exactly the same as every other person who's like kind of just getting the hunting bug. Yeah, is it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, that was cool. He he's got what over one point five million followers. followers on Instagram. Yep, he's got you know he's a multiple business owner, uh-huh. very successful guy. You know, if he went if he went out to the CrossFit Games, he'd be bombarded with people like. You know, you'd think that he'd be a bit different. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not like a normal guy. But mm-hmm. then, when he's into like talking about hunting, he's just like every other normal guy. Yeah, he was. He just wants to talk to you, tell you about like how he suffered. He suffered on a mountain. You're like, if you suffered on the mountain, oh my god, how the how the, <laughs> how would I feel on that same yeah, mountain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, but then we've been on the mountain with Pedro, and it's like, yeah, you just feel he probably just walks faster, mm-hmm. but he feels the same thing as you, mm-hmm. and you just you. You know, it's exactly the same, and there's so many relatable, like relatable things with with hunting. You just like, you know, you, you're on. You feel like you're on the same level as him. Well, that Whereas is. if we're talking about CrossFit, it's like, oh no, yeah. you're a god. I'm a, I'm a peasant. Yeah, he was giddy. 
He was yeah. almost giddy about yeah. telling us about he was his excited. hunting. Yeah. Yeah. He's excited, showing different photos. Look at this photo. Look at this guy. Look at this trail camera photo. Look at yeah. this. You know. Yeah. No, yeah. that was that. You're right. That was that was probably the coolest part to see, other than Robbie absolutely hanging out of his ass. Yeah. The next and most enjoyable thing was listen the that ruck that I did that afternoon. Oh yeah, that looked that looked pretty grim. Yeah. That was grim. 2.45 in the afternoon in Tennessee, outside in the yeah. humid with a, with a ruck on. Yeah. It looks the, fun, though. The worst part was the shoes I was wearing, the Flux shoes. Yeah. Great inside, but they are not... Yeah, they're very, very uh, thin. And then I was starting to, like, my pants, my underwear was sopping wet with sweat, and my shorts were sopping wet with sweat, mm-hmm. and it was just starting to chafe. And so I had to walk with like me tucking my shorts into the un- into my underpants to like and hold them. That's how I had to walk to just avoid. Oh my god, a world of pain. That's the, those pain. are the workouts that me and Jack used to really like. But now you know you talked about just circling back quickly to Rich Froning's excitement. What yeah. is almost even more exciting is like he wants to go out and experience different forms of hunting. And I'm kind of jealous because, I mean, we haven't, we haven't hunted, hunted a mm-hmm. lot of places, but we've filmed a lot of places. We've basically been on the hunt and not actually pulled the trigger um, in a lot of different ways. Now, I'm jealous of him at the age that he is, uh, the time of life that he's in, to be able to discover hunting and go out and do that kind of stuff. Because he, he's like, oh, I want to do a sheep hunt. I want to go and do that mountain hunt, I want to go and do that mountain hunt. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, that is going to be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's his next phase of life, really. Yeah. He's retired from CrossFit. He's got everything squared away there. Now he needs something else to garner his attention and sort of get that release, get that outlet. And that's what he said. His wife was like, man, you you need to go hunting. Just go, please. Yeah. You know, get, get connected back to where you typically would if you were going to do a CrossFit, you know. But we did a great, great episode. Uh, he, he podcasted with us. I podcasted with him. And uh, Alaska's going to want this, but I'm going to play the audio of the reel oh, yeah. of the podcast that's coming out with Rich. And this is what it sounds like. Hunting is cruel. Hunting is about killing things. So we're just a couple of rednecks. That is a true statement. Go get some meat. Why is Rich willing to give me his expensive meat? You guys stand behind dead animals and smile all day long. <laughs> because I like to kill things. Yes, don't worry, no animals will be killed. When are we going to talk about wolves? Hippos. And predators kill things super ethically and very cleanly. <laughs> Hunting has a PR problem. Thanks a lot, Elsa. Why is it fun to hunt? You don't have to turn it off yet. Frickin' as Josh Berger on, oh, people, you know, we'll get people triggered. Yeah, he certainly will. That'll be funny, yeah. I, I am interested to see, because like, I know Rich is very uh, open and talks about his hunting a lot and posts about it. Um, I'm interested to see such an overt display of, I mean, that's pretty overt, you yeah, know, yeah, him yeah. with a turkey or him with an yeah. elk. But like this is different. This is more in depth than the post. This this for will sure. be around for longer than a post because sure, it's multiple sure. part bits of content. Yeah. So it's it's more hunting, yeah, think, yeah. and I'm interested to see what the reaction is from. We'll see. Hopefully his following it's good. Anyway, hopefully it's good. He's spoken about hunting on his podcast before. Yeah, I'm sure he has. Mm. But like this is quite an intense version, especially given that <laughs> teaser well, he has, reel. He has called people coward 
on yeah, his on previous the, podcast because of the meat, the yeah. meat issue. Like you, you know, you you so, hate hunting. So yet you go on their Instagram and they're eating a fat ribeye. Yeah, he's, know, not, he's, not, he's not afraid to say anything. No, hundred percent not. But no, it was a great time. Um, a great embedded Blood Origins episode. And we didn't um, talk about Gage. Oh yeah, and he's so a we pretty did, cool dude. And so we did Gage. We actually did, we did Gage the day before Rich, and uh, Gage is going to be an, a new line of content that we've been thinking about, in which we look at industries, different industries, um, that just you would never associate with hunting. Like Gage is a hat maker, a knife maker. Uh, Francesca is a leather woman creating leather goods. Um, hopefully, Greg Walsh one day at the Wolf Brigade gym. Um, doing his mace training and strength training and whatnot. Aaron. And at the end of it, they say, you know, my name is XXX, or I do this. And you, wouldn't, you wouldn't think I'm a hunter, but I am. Pretty cool, just simple music. Cool hat-making piece. We got to see Gage make a hat. Yeah, that was cool. Saw the process. And he freaking loves it. He does, yeah. He does. He's mad. He's mad as a box of frogs he is. Yeah. A box of frogs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mad as a bag of bees. Bag of bees, yep. It makes me really want a hat, but I just can't pull one of those off. I can't pull it off either. Even no. though, like, I went around and I tried all the different hats on and the different yeah. um, sizes. Just, those hats are just too, they're more top hatty. They, they look more top hatty for me on my head and I'm, what is your style? I'll get one. Snapback. Snapback athletic hat. Yeah, that's about it. Oh dear. Mm. But I say oh dear, it's not like I yeah. wear any other kind of hat. It was a big leap forward for me to start wearing caps. Do you remember that? Yeah. You yeah. never wore hats? No, no. Jackie's really, oh no, hats don't suit me. Except a beanie hat, but it, the problem is my ears. Your ears stick out? Yeah, my ears stick out. Did you get teased as a kid with big ears? No. No? But I just, I'm just aware. Oh, okay. My ears stick out. Yeah. Would you have beanie something? Your ears stick out. Hey, I, you are a wingnut. Yeah, I used to get called wingnut by one of my dad's friends. Because <laughs> of all your ears stuck out. Because I had dicks, I've got ears, my ears stick out. Yeah? Oh man, too funny, too funny. Well, we are now on the next adventure. We won't, we won't tease anything yet because we may do another podcast around a podcast next week with Francesca for next week. But we oh, are in South Florida, four way. <laughs> Typical Lewis. <laughs> and uh, I'm so sorry, Francesca. Uh, yeah, Francesca, we're sorry. Um, but yeah, we're in South Florida. We're going to do a, a big sustainable use piece tied to leather, leather goods, and uh, we're going to disrupt our sleeping patterns for sure the next couple of nights. You want to sign us off, Lewis, like you typically do? Well, no, David Attenborough, no. What about it's the German? Be, not it's, what a about thing. the German? We haven't heard the German. I think it's that's, that's cultural appropriation. I'll get cancelled. <laughs> you'll get. Hang on. You'll get cancelled for a German accent, but not for saying four way. And Paul, Jack, I was talking about a four way podcast. Okay. Oh, right. It's right your right, brain right. that made it something else. Okay. Okay. No, that's true. That's, I should just cancel me instead. Yeah. So. Can you just send David Until Amber next time, yeah? Bye bye. Bye bye. Toodles. Love you a long time. That was Chinese? No, that was still German. Well, that's it for today. Appreciate you listening, as always. Leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting.